Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This meeting's being recorded. Meeting. Hello, Emma Bear. How are you? Thank you for coming um, to meet with us today, Judy. Thank you. I just look, the truth is I've always wanted to do this job. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with getting a mortgage. I have always dreamed of being a youth development worker. <laughs> have you been on my Instagram? Okay, goodbye. Goodbye, yeah. So, uh, the job one continues, but dare I say, had one on Friday and I was getting the good vibes. I don't want to jinx myself, but I just got the good vibes. So Yeah, I will say no more because I don't want to jinx. We don't want to repeat of the Raji Nogate at the episode. Um, But yeah, I got the good vibes. So fingers crossed now. And it was funny because I had another one on it's always the way isn't it I had one on Wednesday and my lovely mate Aoife Aoife G um you probably know Aoife Granville she's a great musician she's deadly she's always on art anyone who's into trad would know the Granvilles they're great Aoife and Deirdre are good buddies of mine she sent me a rake of stuff Aoife was so helpful totally prepared and within the first 60 seconds I said oh no I'm definitely not getting this job you know I think with the zoom with the zoom interview I don't know if the listener can empathize with this you just feel like saying do you know what guys will we just wrap it up for everyone you know within 60 seconds they were like so how would you feel about moving to Galway on Monday I was like well I mean to work in a theatre it's always been my dream what's your favourite play thinking back to my leaving circumpassion oh my god Philadelphia here I come big fan of Brian Freel so yeah could you no, say but- Greece? I mean could you say Greece? oh do you know what I did well do you know what I said was I thought this was a goodie Marina Carr Bog of Cats hello I'm a serious thespian but you no, know, it's a great play. Love Marina Carr as well. But no, it was just gas because within the first 60 seconds. But it was so funny because one member of the panel was on to me from the get-go. She was like, this one is not moving to Galway. Like she was like, and you're okay with moving to Galway, are you? Because this wasn't in the ad. So mm-hmm. the answer like is maybe, I don't know. But I really felt it as like, oh, can't wait. The bank is packed. And she was like, really I mean obviously I would go if it was the right job don't get me wrong but I was completely now I'd been up all morning the night before doing my prep doing this that or whatever and isn't it so funny because like it wasn't them it was totally me it just wasn't a great interview you know when you're like this is just I mean I'm I'm I didn't know I was this rusty but 
Friday then didn't do any prep at all I was like look I like it was gas it's always the way isn't it that you don't do any prep and then that's a much better interview I don't know what Friday was now I'll have to ask you after well I won't I'm not gonna jinx it so I won't tell you but we'll look yes. we'll see. But I got the good vibe, so we'll see now. And it's gas because that's actually that would be a job in Galway as well. So we'll see now. Galway is calling. Galway is calling me. Hey yeah, hey yeah, hey. What's yes? You're getting your floors done. Hello. Oh well, ordering the floors. Have to order the bits first. But then they will be done. Exciting. Oh, I can't wait. I just want, I want now like 20 Instagram stories from Ikea when you do the big shop. <laughs> I don't, do you know what I mean? I don't know if it's going to be that kind of vibe. I think it's going to be military. I think it's going to be charge, attack. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, it's funny. When you said, I think it's going to be military, I was thinking khaki. <laughs> lot of green, a lot of army green. No, don't get me wrong. Like, it is it's exciting. Camp bed things. It is exciting. It's all good. But when you can physically, when you physically feel like you're hemorrhaging money, I don't know if the old Insta stories would be thing <laughs> on my mind. Do you like it away? Hey guys. Oh, I love, I'm so trying money. I love spending money. Depends uh, I will. Yeah, I do. I do. Certain things. Like, come on. None of us like spending money on our car. No. You like spending money on, you know, a few bits of stuff. But not like, you know, like boring stuff. No one likes spending money on. Like, do people like spending money on plumbing? Oh, God, that reminds me. My pipes are starting to smell at the risk of this turning into a very different podcast. And I mean my actual pipes. Okay. Before you get into this, sir. My pipes are starting to smell. So I have to bleach them, I think, or something. I'll need to... Yeah, whack a bit of hot water, Mm a bit of bleach. Mm -hmm. Put some... Clean them. Throw the hot water down. Then throw the bleach down leave that do that before you go to bed and then again in the morning the hot water again okay you probably have I never would have thought of it Emma I know I shared this problem I know I've been to I I actually have a a blog I keep meaning to update it and the blog is called water bleach water and just for everything I just tell people water bleach water it's like a spin-off of eat pray love yeah just satisfying did I tell you actually did I tell you what I did for more helpful tips from Emma did I tell you what I did with the basin no well photographs were getting taken in the house there last week and I was running around trying to put stuff away and you know the way if you're living in a space with like kids and you're giving them breakfast it's very hard to keep like just putting everything away putting everything away and the basin was in the kitchen. And I was like, where am I going to put this basin now? And I was like, I'll just, just throw it in the oven. Just throw it in the oven. So put it in the oven, took the pictures. That was all good. And then later on, Shane was making dinner. 
and I hear him go, oh no, or somewhere, oh fuck's sake, whatever, I'm like, oh, what's that? The basin, he was heating up the oven, the basin was in the oven, and yeah, melted basin, completely cooked. Oh, that must have been a nightmare to clean. It was. And and you see, in that case, I have plastic is such a pain in the head. <laughs> and it's not, it's not water, bleach water. You can't use bleach in the cooker. There's something for which yeah. water bleach water doesn't work. Well, this is it, because that had that had been my method well, for everything. Mantra. Ever since I've known you, it's been yeah. water, bleach water. Yeah, so it really, it really threw me through a loop that I couldn't execute that. So it took me, I'll be honest with you, it took me a few days to get around to completely clean it. Um, but it's fine now, but the basin is not. Why do you talk about cleaning ovens? Because today, for the first time in a long time, uh, my lovely friend Audrey of the Pilates, Fred was like, well, I put on my yoga pants. I was like, it's Pilates. But anyway, she was coming over. So, you know, it's just been so long since all socially distanced goes without saying. Yeah. But I was like, look, we're going to be in the garden. But just in case she's peeking the window, I better give this place a bit of a lick. So went at it and I had to laugh because we divvied up the jobs and I don't know how this happened. But Fred and I decided we needed to clean our oven for Audrey's visit. So Fred was on the oven. I was doing the skirt boards because that's what you look at when you go into a gap. You're like, I need to see their oven and I need to see the state of their skirting boards. But I don't know what we were thinking. The oven. Cleaning the oven. I mean, that's, I did, yeah, I know. It's a, really went a year kind of thing, it's isn't just, it? It's been a long time since we've had a garden visitor. It's been a very, very long okay. time. So you panicked. You didn't know what to do. Panicked, panicked, panicked. I also had a garden visit. I went over to my lovely friend B, who actually, this is a lovely story. My friend B is an artist, and yeah. she would have been friendly with this older American lady who lived in Ventry in West Kerry. And they used to be kind of email buddies. And this woman, I think she was a bit of a patron of the arts. You know, she was very into art and she collected art and all the rest. Yeah. So herself and B would have been buddies. And when B was at home from London, she'd call over for tea and all the rest. So she got a call last summer to say that the poor woman had died. And guess what? She gifted her at the house. Fuck off. Yeah, I knew that was what your reaction was going to be. But we say that with love. We say that with love. Uh, did go back to the house and I have to say, like, it's unreal. Like, little thatched cottage. Like, obviously, because B's an artist, it's, like, just really gorgeous. Like, decorated beautifully. They've done loads of work on it. Garden's unreal. But I did leave thinking, oh, I need to get friendly with an old person. Yeah. That's what I need to do. How did how did you miss out on this friendship? How did you not get on onto this? Well, I did not know this woman, so it would have been you know what I mean. It would have been a well, stretch. Come on, and it was funny. Email buddies would have suited you right down to the ground. Yeah, I it, it was funny because B was saying that the neighbor was just incredulous when she moved in. She was like, but. I, I thought she was giving this to the donkey sanctuary. So I did take some bit of solace from the fact that I was like, look, on the plus side, I mean, everyone probably does think B swindled the old woman out of the gas. So that's kind of what I'm telling myself just to make myself feel better. Mm -hmm. So she's moved into the gas. 
she's moved into the gaff, she's living her best life. And you know, one, at the risk of destroying the up to 90 brand with a bit of uh, positivity at the top, I think one good thing to come out of the pandemic, so her um, boyfriend is an architect and he works with an architectural firm in London. And I think one good thing to come out of this is that you can live in West Kerry and you're working in London. Like, isn't that mad? And so many people yeah. it. and I actually think it's kind of deadly. I think it's a game changer. Like she was saying now even about a lady who works with him and he was she was saying how she's gained like three hours with her kids every day because she's not doing the London commute or whatever. I don't know. I think it's a positive. But yeah, so look, love you, B. Keep having to say, I'm so happy for her. I'm so happy. I am so happy for her. But note to self, need to start. I need to get emailing. You really do. I need to get an elderly pen pal. Set that task for yourself now for this week. Yeah. Well, I, no, that is deadly if he's still working for that place in London. That he's... Well, that's, but you see, that's going to be something I think now post-pandemic. It's a change that, okay, it's not going to be the case in every situation, but I think it's yeah. a, a change that's here to say, stay. And I think it's only a good thing. But sure, look at you. Like, I mean, I know before you oh, talked about... Look at you. You obviously talked about living in Dingle before, but I always thought that that was like... Pipe uh, dream. Yeah, it was like, you know, a lot like medium, medium plan medium term plan you know what I mean like yeah. if it wasn't for the pandemic you probably wouldn't have ended up in Dingle I know well we're not quite in Dingle but we're edging closer edging well, you know closer what I mean all the time I know yeah West Kerry in general no it's it's definitely like it's been great because I think even when we were trying to get pregnant and I was saying to Fred like I really would like to give West Kerry a go and it's gas how I orchestrated a whole virus just to get Fred to West Kerry I mean some would say it was selfish of me but like you know hey you've got it you've yeah. got to manifest it but you've I suppose it's, it was easier to get well not that you went then but it was easier like not to really miss the place when there wasn't really the the lure of the flashing lights. Na, na, in Dublin well, that anymore. is great because Fred is like, na, 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 he loves West Kerry now. Um, yeah. Fred, is, Fred is very movable. Like, I'm very lucky like that because even when we started going out, um, obviously he was living in Galway. So, I, you know, you obviously mentioned course, that, yeah. like, the interview now today is in Galway and like his little face lit up because he was like, oh, we might be moving back to Galway, which did kind of crush me a bit. <laughs> Because obviously I'm like, but I want him to be from Kerry, pointing at Ted, yeah. um, covered in beans. But like, look, I'm I like, we'll see now. Sure, I mightn't get the job on Friday at all. But I was like, at least I did a nice interview. You know, at least you can come away from saying that. Was, yeah, yeah. You know, that was nice. And I, dare I say, I kind of enjoyed it because the people were the, the people were sound and all the rest. So did look, you work out a little hat? A funny hat. Oh, or... I found that fragile equates to hat in the utility room today. I very, I nearly threw it in the bin, but I said no. I'm going to be the bigger person, and I still listen to fragile equates with it because hey, I'm that kind of girl. You listen to it? Oh yeah, I listen to fragile equates every morning. Do you? 
I do. I suppose I at do. least, you, I mean, you speak Irish, so that's a big difference between I you do, and me. But I've gone really rusty. Oh my God, I did Splunk. And every time I say I'm doing Splunk um, on News Talk, which is an Oscar Friday night show, it's a very good show with the lovely coup on. It's gas. Yeah. Every time I say to Fred, I'm doing Splunk now, he's like, You make me Splunk. And we fall around laughing, like it never gets old. But I did it on Friday. I was raging at myself because I said, Spoilers a yen Neenam Kaneen spoilers a yenov or well Neenam Kaneen spoilers a yenov, which would be um like I'm not gonna make any spoilers because I couldn't think what the verb is in English. What would you say in English? I'm not gonna give away any spoilers. Is that what you'd say? Uh God, you have me confused now. I'm not gonna do any spoilers. What would the verb? No, you know, oh, you would. You're not. Yeah, you don't. Not to give any spoilers. Yeah, I used the wrong verb. I was raging at myself. So I didn't even retweet that I was doing the show. I was like, I don't want anyone to hear that. Because I do you know what happened? Actually, if any, if anyone's listening, and it's a real note to self, when you second guess yourself, because in my head I was like, I think I'd say Neil and Conane spoilers of word mark, but I doubted myself. I said, No, that's probably not it, Judy. That's probably what it was. You should always go with your gut. So splunk. Splunk. I love how we all think the same, that we think that we have the power to. Um, if we don't like retweet something or share online that it happened, then it didn't happen. Like we can just yeah. totally erase something yeah. by not it's, retweeting it. Yeah. Nobody will know now. Nobody will know it happened. And we, oh, we got some lovely new patrons this week. Did, we, did I mention last week how we have our gorgeous cards from the lovely peeps over Weird Watercolors? Yes. And we're sending... Uh, a card to um, a listener of the week every week so just to say that in case I forget I don't know why did I mention it last week because they're just deadly cards I must throw up a picture on the Instagram new patrons this week getting on board can we just really thank our patrons because it does mean so much to get the few quid for the content it just honestly it just means loads like if you just yes. it gives me the warm and fuzzies so thank you so much you're very good so this week we had, okay, hang on, I'm going back. We have Jennifer, Denise, we have Lorraine, we have Kira, we have Emer, we have Grace. Thank you so much, guys, for joining our patron page. And I think this week we're doing, are we doing, we're doing something? Are we doing a movie club, Emma? Yes, we are going to do an extra episode this week. And we are going to be chatting and we're going to be chatting about Inside Number Nine. Very so good. So if you watch that show, we'll come along anyway, because you don't watch it, sure you don't, Judy? I don't. Yeah. Are, so, we going to do, are we going to do it as a live? Are we going to do it as a pre-record? I think a pre-record. I don't, I think it's probably too niche for live is what I'm thinking. Is it? Well, I tell you what, let's do. Why don't we do a pre record? And then the next week we could just do, we'll do a live chat about something because, you know, we had the episode last, well, it wasn't really an episode, but we did a Zoom last week for the Mayor of Easttown finale. And I yes. had such crack. Oh my God, it was such good fun. And it made me think, I was like, we should do this more often where we're talking about something that people oh, are yes. watching. So let's do what? that next week. Yeah, well, actually, just wait a sec. Let me um, 
saying that show. I remember saying I just I watched a show there last night. So there's a new show on it's called Time. So it's John Bean and Stephen Graham. So if you're watching that, why don't we uh, meet when that is finished and we'll do a live one for that. Great. It's on, on a Sunday night. And it's how many uh, I don't actually know. I'll just have a quick look now. It's a Jimmy McGovern uh, prison drama. So you know, you know, like your man who, who wrote Cracker and all that. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's three part series. Perfect. Written by Jimmy McGovern. So the first one was on there Sunday night. So let's do a live. Let's meet back and do a live for that one. How about that? Let's do a live for that. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Perfect. Okay, let's do that for sure. Well, will we just will we just do the live, or will we do an extra episode about Inside Number Nine? Well, why don't we do a little short this week on Inside Number Nine? Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah, because I'd be interested to hear your hot take because I haven't watched it. It's the best thing on telly. It's one of the okay. best things. Okay. Well, there you go. I'd be interested to hear your hot take. And you have a listener of the week. So listener of the week, it gets a lovely weird watercolour cord. Uh, Kate MacD. Kate MacD. It's coming yeah. your way. Hi, Kate. Yeah, Kate MacD. So if you send, Kate, if you could send your address to the patron page or you can dm it um to either myself or ems and myself and ted will nip down to dingo post office studio's favorite place in the world and send you the cord so that'll be deadly thank you so much thank you ted um come here do you know i read this really interesting article it was about your old friend because mayor of east end by the way what did you think first episode pretty tough am i right well, like, this is it. I mean, I watched the first three episodes yesterday. And to be honest, like, I was watching it going, yeah, it's grand, but I don't understand all the big hype about it. Well, this is it. I think it gets much better after the first episode, if I'm honest. I, I watched I the, first the first three. Episode, I had to force myself to go back to episode two. Actually, do you know what? Jane had such a good point because... I look. I won't. I won't give out any spoilers. That that is the verb. Um. But when we were we had such crack talk about the Mayor of Easttown finale. And anyway, look. I won't go into it. But I will say that. Let's just say Fred got woken up because I like couldn't sleep after the finale. And Jane made the really good point. She was like, "Ask me a question. I actually <laughs> what the answer to this is." She was like, if you're, you know, because I do get really affected by this stuff. And then Fred gets woken up and like the only way he can get me back to sleep is like, we'll write an email or whatever it is. We'll find out are these people okay. Um, but then she was like, but how do you do the true crime podcast if you're so affected by these things? So I was like, oh, do you know what? That's probably a question I need to have with my counsellor because that is a really good question. I'm basically self-harming by having a true crime podcast. Or is it just when, a great question, Jane? Is it just when you have a when you have a visual? Is it different? Does I think that evoke something else in you? Yes, I think when you get invested in characters and a script and all that like it's just hard to divorce yourself you know but like it's a it was a really good question from Jane I have to say uh Kate Winslet so you know she of course Mayor of Easttown all the rest 
But there was a very interesting article in The Guardian and by Barbara Ellen. And the headline was, just enjoy your success, Kate Winslet. Your husband can take care of himself. So it's like, oh, I'm intrigued. So mm-hmm. then, of course, the subheading, what, what, what do you call that? Not the subheading, the byline, I don't know. The actor's ocean warrior, inverted commas, spouse, does what wives do each day. So why the huge praise? So in the New York Times... Oh, he's looking was, after the kids. Yeah, because, you know, she did the interview with the New York Times and Kate, and, uh, Kate was saying about, like, so his name is Edward Abel Smith. But you remember, so he's Richard Branson's nephew. And when they met, he had changed his name to Ned Rock and Roll. Do you remember? Okay, go on anyway. And she was like, he changed his name because he's like, an original I mean and I don't know about you I'd say it's probably something to do with privilege but whatever yeah yeah I know like for me it's like when somebody puts on the Christmas jumper um for the 12 bubs and says says hey I am a fun kid I'm Ned rock and roll it's that kind of it's kind of a forced fun vibe well you're not going to be changing your name to that if you're having to apply for jobs and Deal, like trying to get no, loans from banks and things you're like not that. changing your name you're not changing your name to ned rock and roll if you're applying for a job as a youth development worker in galway do you know what i no, mean you're just no. you're not doing you might now you might throw a fog on it you might do that yeah but definitely you're not you're not changing. by the way just on a bit of a tangent i think probably the hardest friends episode to watch do you remember that episode where Phoebe and Paul Rudd are changing their names? It's just so not funny. Do you remember that episode? I always thought oh. that. That was the slog, that one. That was the slog, but that that whole relationship was a slog. Like there were so yeah, many characters, not- like I really enjoyed Friends and whatever. Neither one of us watched the reunion. But like there was loads, there was loads parts of friends, loads of episodes, loads of things that were like, ugh, it was tough going. And I don't think we all would have watched it if it was coming out today for the first time and we'd all we've we had all the options that we do now in terms of what to watch. Like there was fuck all else to watch. So what you're either gonna watch fucking friends or like what nationwide or something. So like, yeah, I think I'll fucking yeah. watch well, it friends. Was two, yeah, two was channels. I like we went it wasn't that bad back then but we didn't have like fucking we didn't have well, um, there was no streaming or any of that no yeah. I mean, it was no sky plus quite, or anything it wasn't quite two channels but it wasn't far off either no well yeah it was probably about 13 or something uh yeah their relationship was a slog on that particular episode you see we do neglect I know none of us want to focus it's like in a relationship when you want to focus on the good times like nobody mm. wants to look at the winter years of that relationship but they were bleak like nobody was surprised that these people didn't keep in touch after the fact anyway so Kate was discussing this intuition's discussing his real name is Edward Abel Smith Mm-hmm. and of course he happens to be Richard Branson's nephew which makes so much sense because I didn't put two and two together before but you remember Kate Winslet was always hanging around Richard Branson's feckin island do you remember that and she saved his mother when the house went on fire oh I well I I totally missed all of this I never would have had I had nothing against her or whatever but like if I saw um, a story about Kate Winslet like I wouldn't be stopping okay 
you were too busy you were too busy bleaching your pipes no time to nap but no but she's I've never found her and like don't get me wrong at the same time I, I don't have a problem with her but it's she just wouldn't have been one of those people that I would have been overly interested in her personal life or whatever okay fair so she so Kate said anyway about the hubby I think you'd be interested in this mm-hmm. uh he's a quote super hot superhuman stay-at-home dad and an absolutely extraordinary life partner he looks after her and the children although dyslexic he helps her with her lines he maintains his zen with veganism yoga breath work and cold science <laughs> I'm sorry I just wish listener I could take a photo of Emma's face as I'm reading this out his long hair makes him resemble quote an ocean warrior and then, but you see what we're kind of, okay, so thoughts. I was going to bang on about something else, but I mean, thoughts. I mean, grand, but like, I want to know in what context was this brought up? Like, was the question posed to her? And Kate, tell me, could you talk about your uh, husband's positive qualities at length? Yeah, I mean, I is that what the question was? Question to hand, but yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I suppose because actually Barbara Evan makes the point in this article, and I know it's something, well, we've touched upon it before, but I think she has articulated it really well. The whole idea that, like, you know, that like a woman almost has to make herself seem small in relation to the role that her partner, male partner, plays, because it's the idea that, like, you know, if the woman's in a more powerful position, that can be really a massive oh, yeah. for a man. And, and you always have like, to bring up the yeah. male then in that scenario. Yeah, but it's it's kind of presuming that the male ego is that fragile that you're going to have to, like, of yeah. course, it's fantastic. Like, you need to praise your partner. And I probably, maybe I should do it more in the podcast. I don't know. Fred's amazing. He is deadly. But I guess it's the thing of, you know, enjoying your moment without feeling the need to maybe temper it a bit for fear that you're gonna encroach on somebody's ego and actually it's funny because she frames him as a stay-at-home dad but he is I think he's the head of marketing in Richard Branson's bloody space company I mean can we just talk about straight white men and space what is like what is the like they obviously view themselves as the equivalent of Christopher Columbus another yeah. straight white male with a lot of privilege like it's and they view themselves as Columbus and okay space that is the one that's the nut I need to crack forget about solving world hunger space that's where I'm needed but I think he's the head of marketing in Richard Branson's space companies I don't know okay good to lavish praise but I guess the point the writer makes is interesting as well well I know yeah but I like I don't know what context this was put in like I don't know was she asked three questions in a row from him maybe that's just you know maybe that's the mood she felt in that day like somebody could ask me today how's Shane and I could say grand and then they could ask me how's Shane tomorrow and I said Shane is really good and you know he did this and I'm just so grateful to have him and blah 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 do you know so maybe maybe that's the buzz she was feeling that day although she strikes me as a bit of a lovey anyway I think she fucking yeah. like oh, the whole like okay I'm gonna be honest now right thing that just niggled me about her was the whole fucking f- bullshit 
friendship with Leonardo DiCaprio. Maybe oh, it is real. About him. Yeah. I just, I just, I never bought it. So I always, I always was just a bit like, oh, give it a break. Give it a, give it a break. Would you? Yeah. Do you think Give they ever break. shifted herself and Leo? She's far too old for him. She's <laughs> 35 know? years too old for him. Like, let's be fair. He is a certified creep, isn't he, Leonardo? Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I just feel like Leo was hanging around 21st a bit too much. Like, just crazy. Yeah, no. Uh, just not, not for me. But she is good in mayor of east town but like at the same time it is annoying they've just taken the stereotypical male detective character and just got her to play it well yeah and i felt she just seemed to be incredibly unlikable person yeah it kind of character yeah big style i do think it gets under your skin though well, I'm three episodes in, so may, maybe it will. Like, I will, I will watch it to the end, but at the end of the second episode, I was like, oh, Jesus, thankfully, here we fucking go. And then I was like, oh, no, here we don't fucking go. Like, Jesus Christ. Give me yeah. something. Did you, see, uh, did you see then about the UFOs, that report in, um, in the States this week, speaking of white men in space? The UFOs are coming. I'm telling you, there's hundred percent aliens. 100%. I was going to ask. I realised I never asked you about your thoughts on aliens. They do exist, of course. Hundred percent. They are going to be. Well, I was. Let's not forget, as Janice reminded me, I was hundred percent spot on about the coronavirus of the Christmas of whatever before coronavirus. <laughs> but I think the aliens are going to come and I think it's going to be 2023 well look you were right about Miggledy and the ponies like even when they were banging on about I was saying Miggledy and the ponies coronavirus but I think what's going to happen is so when I mean the aliens are going to arrive what I mean is that there's going to be some I don't know, like some sort of like amoeba, something, something thing Ooh. discovered that has uh, obviously reproductive organs of some description. Okay. So we're going to start off small. Okay. So it's we're not thinking wrong. Really kick off. We're thinking more amoeba starting off small. Something under a rock, you know what I'm saying? Okay. I think maybe what might happen first is we might we might um discover like a, a new uh a new uh, universe or something. We're not gonna just discover like one new planet. Somebody's gonna do something. <laughs> oh my god, did I tell you about how blind boy I think I'm really Message scared to blind boy off. No, do you know the way I did uh-huh. the sketch on blind the Irish Karen listens to blind boy for the first yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. So and I know like I'm sure he's got better things to do. Um, like obviously uh-huh. at the helm of Ireland's number one podcast. So I'm not expecting him to get back to me at all, but I am, you know, I'm a paranoid Peter. So I did the video mm-hmm. and 
I was like oh I hope he knows like this is just a bit of crack and also that I'm clearly slagging the Irish Karen Cartine who listens to you know like as I'm talking about like it's just not safe like people putting bags over their head and like kids are going to be copying this or whatever but then it was very funny because remember there was that really really ill-judged I felt article in the independent uh the following week and the person was like basically giving out about like blind boy talking about mental health etc and you know about how he's not an expert in first commas and all that kind of crack and like really I felt tone deaf because we're like no like this is actually a really good thing that you know a young Irish male is talking about mental health it's pretty hard to find fault in that but then I kind of panicked I was like oh my god like does he think now I was just pulling the piss out of him with my sketch video so I did message but he didn't get back I think he left me on red I'm not sure I but I, I'm presuming I did delete it because I was like I don't want to have the evidence here for myself so I just deleted but like if blind if I piss blind boy off I did you but did you tag over. him but did you tag him originally I did tag him originally because okay. I would have, you see, I would have met him before and stuff, and he was always so sound, and I was kind of like, oh, yeah, like, just, oh, like, so you know each other, but that, no, not at all, but, like, I would have, you know, the way you just have those kind of green room conversations with people, mm -hmm. so I was like, but, so then I panicked, and I detagged, because I was like, oh, God, I don't want him to think that, you know, when people tag you, and it's kind of trying to, people kind of trying to bandwagon a bit, so I detagged, because I was like, I don't want him to think I'm bandwagoning, and then this article came out the following week. And then I felt so bad because the intervening period, at some point, I don't know the chronology of events, but at some point, um, he um, Blind Boy had talked about how he's been suffering from anxiety. Oh, yes, because that's what precipitated me sending the message saying, I hope, you know, like it was just... So I was like, this is so me that I'm like putting this out there. And like, maybe, maybe he was pissed off by it. I don't know. But anyway, so I sent a big long apology and crickets. So it's over. It's done. Oh, it's I'm completely it done. Now. It's completely done. I think. Yeah, that's the only thing I've heard about him from. I haven't. I've never met him, but I've heard from various sources. Um, and no, this hasn't been me asking. This has been people telling me this information. Um, that he's gorgeous. I was. I knew exactly what you were going to say. He is a very good-looking man. Yeah. That's very that's good. what very everyone. That's what everyone has said to me, and I'm just like, are you sure it just wasn't because before that you weren't able to see his face? So then, when you see face, it's gonna look good, you know, like when you do these things, like these filters where you can distort your face, whatever, and then you click into how you normally look, and you're like, oh god, I don't actually look too bad. I was like, is it that kind of thing? And they were like, no. Oh no no! Like, I even heard the word. I even heard the word. Uh, I think the word ride was used oh no so. he is the ride and fred actually was saying that because we the last time i was talking to him was that body and soul and mm. i'd laugh because he was like you i was just chatting to him by the crisps for like two minutes or whatever mm. and it's funny because you know the way in these situations like a better known comedian will always swoop in and be like oh, i'll take it for here thank you i'm just gonna uh, yeah i'm just gonna chat yeah. to my if you don't mind oh well uh, you won't be talking to him again anyway. It was just very clear that I was taking the piss out of your one. Do you know what I mean? Her taking up. But then that article came out and I was like, oh, jeez. It kind of felt like 
life mirroring art all of a sudden no I think that's done now I think I'm sure he's busy it's not exactly I'm sure he he can see exactly what it was so back to back to the realm of straight straight white male privilege i.e space so you know this report came out in the states this week and basically you know the way aliens so instead of ufos they now say unexplained aerial phenomenas phenomenas phenomena uap you are the people we need to kind of get in touch with if we want to get a gap. So an LUAP. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they came out basically to say, like, it was all very unsatisfactory, you know, to say that, yes, over the last couple of decades, there's been 120 sightings of things that they can't identify in the sky. But then they did qualify that by saying it could have been Russia and China. So essentially, they're like, look, it wasn't one of ours, but it was probably like Russia or China. Yeah. Uh, but in saying that, because it is interesting, like then there was this guy who came out and they were talking about obviously it all kind of harks back to the Pentagon and classified programs and all the rest. And there was this one guy who had come out and he had previously worked for, I have his name somewhere now, I'll find his name, but he had previously worked for this classified program in the Pentagon. And basically they spent 22 million on this program a year, but they won't say what it is, but it's essentially like looking at the existence of aliens which I just love because I'm a complete believer in aliens as well oh yeah it's happening now obviously we all know like Roswell etc like total hoax for sure but I definitely think that there's no possible way but to be quite honest if human beings are the most intelligent life form there is I think that's quite depressing if they are, or if they are, TikTok recently. If we are, if we're as intelligent as it gets, like it's pretty grim. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited though. I think there'll be another, um, there'll be another pandemic, and then the aliens will come. So we're thinking pandemic, then amoeba. Yeah. Okay. And then there'll be a bit of a gap, and then it's just gonna proper kick off. You I mean, if I was right, if I was right about Miggledy, I think we can all agree that I'm psychic. I think, yeah. I predicted think... coronavirus, predicted Miggledy, listen up. Do you know what? You. You've spent so long pretending to be able to read palms. You're now at that point where I do, you know what? Like next time I see you, you're totally reading my tea leaves. That's <laughs> when are you coming down on your honey bobs? I have the room ready, look. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I don't, we'll have to, I think we, like, maybe start of August or something like that. I'll have to set dates with you, because I'm sure there'll be other people flying down. Before the pandemic, or after the amoeba? Like, I need to be very clear. Oh, no, before the pandemic, I think, would be best. Okay. Because the next one's going to be a biggie. So, I think before the next pandemic, we'll we'll be down. Like, in August, would that be all right? would love to have you in august you know well ted's getting christened um on the 14th of august i know everyone's like you're having him christened <laughs> yes we're having him christened it's the 14th of august cool and who so maybe the first week in august you could pop down and who are going to be your godparents my or brother ted's 
Fred's head and head. It's all getting very confusing. Mm. And Fred's really lovely sister, Joanna, who I just love. I'm so lucky with Fred's family because I just really genuinely look forward to hanging out with them. So Joanna, Fred's sister, is going to be godmother. Oh, nice. I think gas because she's like the head nurse in Galway A&E. And like anytime, because it's so funny, she's so chill. You know, like she's the type of person you could ring and say, I, I killed a man. And she'd be like, okay, well, look, I'll bring a bin bag. No need to panic. This happens all the time. You know, look, everyone does it. It's like, she's just the most chill person I've ever met in my life. And just like puts the plastic apron on, gloves on, down with the yeah. bin bag. Now, we'll have this. We'll have this cleaned up now. No, don't, don't, don't be and apologizing. Like, she's like, oh, fine, fine. And then she puts her hand up and you can see like, you know, <laughs> like gaping wounds. Like, is that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just paper cut. Anyway, how are you? How's Ted? He's great. Thank you. Oh, that's cool. I think um, nurses are like that though, aren't they? Yeah, she's a real nurse. And I do think actually today now with Ted, it's funny because, you know, we forgot to use the milestone cards. Oh, I was telling you this. So I sent yes. you one where like I've crawled today, even though he's been crawling for a week. So in the space of a day, we've taken, I'm four months old. I'm six months old. I'm eight months old. I got my first tooth. I stood for the first time and I crawled for the first time. All in the space of a day. We just changed his t-shirt. Oh, you did change his t-shirt each time, did oh, you? Yeah, just to, I think just to trick, you know, the way you can, it's like, it's like the Mandela, what is that, the Mandela complex? Is that when you kind of, it's the whole fake memory thing? That oh, I just, yeah, 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 yeah. With the different t-shirts, we can convince ourselves that we were on it. And I think, you, yeah, you can, you can do some of them maybe in black and white and. Yeah, different filters. Yeah, it'll be absolutely fine. I never had any of these milestone cards, so I mean. No, and you know what? It's a bit of, pre it's just, I feel like it's another thing you have to do. The milestone yeah. card. Like obviously we're taking, the child is constantly being papped. But then you're like, <laughs> I forgot the milestone card. You <laughs> tell the social. Look at me. You can have it. Goodbye, <laughs> Emma. It's been a pleasure. Oh, goodbye. God bless patrons and listener. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.